Hi everyone, I'm Luis from Ghostreviewer.com here welcoming you to a new episode of my of my podcast. Um so I wanted to call uh this podcast episode the nostalgic episode. Uh because mainly what I'm gonna be talking about uh it's a few uh classic things that I used to see when I was a kid. Um because, you know, I found myself in these last past few weeks really immersed in seeing them again. And, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. I wanted to, you know, begin uh, with a little bit of news. Um, I don't know. I am a big fan of, of, of movies. And one of my favorite times of the year is basically January when we start uh, with the awards season. I usually try to see the most of them. Uh, of course, the Golden Globes, the Academy Awards, those two are the main ones, but I, I enjoy the SAG Awards, the Critics' Choice, Critics Choice Award, and I try to see as as, most, as many as I can. Uh, but of course, you know, this, this year is going to be different in a lot of ways because I think the time frame to accept a film for nomination changed because not all films were displayed on theaters because of what happened in 2020 with COVID. Um, so, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a different year uh, because I, I really don't know. Uh, I have a few films that I know or have like the idea that they might get nominated, uh, but it's not as clear as years past. Uh, I can think of Sophia Loren as an actress for uh, the film that she made that is on Netflix, um, a few others, but there's no clear, uh, there's no clear favorites in in, in any way. Uh, but anyway, once once I hope once we see what is nominated, uh, hopefully some films are available so I can watch as many as I can. So I can pick, you know, my favorites like I do every every year. Um, so, you know, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a fan of this red carpet thing. I just like to show itself and, the, and, and you know, even I know sometimes they, uh, the winners, uh, I think they get picked for other reasons than just a performance, but but I still like it. I still enjoy it, and I and I still like to see if I can, you know, pick a few winners. Uh, so I wanted to begin this podcast. So if you're uh, a fan of these awards like me, I'm going to give you a few dates that I think were released. Uh, I don't know when, but I kind of found them this week, and it's the the dates where. We either get this the award ceremony or the nominees. Now we're going to start in February, February third, which I think is next week. We're going to get the Golden Globe nominations. So as we all know, the Golden Globes uh, cover television and uh, and film. So it's a broader uh, ceremony. So we're going to see what happens there. We're going to get the nominations on February third, and on February the fourth, we're going to get the Screen Actors Guild. Uh, nominees, which these awards, if you don't know, are, are focused on the actors themselves, not the films, you know. They are awards for the actors' performances 
best cast and all that. So instead of best picture, you have you have best cast. So so you get an idea. And on the February twenty eighth, so finally next month, we're gonna get the first one, which is usually the Golden Globes in January. They've been pushed back to February twenty eighth. And on the fifteenth of March, we're gonna get the Oscar nominations, and the ceremony will be held on April fifteenth, April twenty fifth. Sorry. So those are the dates uh, for. The two main ones and the SAG Awards and the Critics' Choice is around February and March also, so it's it's all between those those few months. Uh, we're gonna be getting that uh, those ceremonies, which are usually earlier, but uh, uh, we're gonna get them. I don't I don't know how they're gonna be. I'm sure they're gonna be uh, without crowds, or we don't know how, uh, how's it gonna be around that time so we're gonna have to wait and see in that in that sense so you know i just wanted to share that uh, here just in case uh, you're interested like me so you know the dates i can't wait for the nominations to get announced mainly because i want to know what films to see you know because i want to see as much of the films as i can if i haven't seen them which i believe uh i'm i probably will have not seen a lot of them uh, but, you know, maybe, you know, once I get the list, I'll try to watch as much as I can. Uh, so what I've been, <clears throat> what I've been up to, um, in terms of films, I only saw one, which I'm going to talk a little bit about it. Um, but, you know, I did see a few classics, uh, not classics, old films like uh, Last of the Mohicans, which I believe is one amazing film. I think I wrote in the in the review on my page, reviewer.com, that it affected me the same way it did when I saw it uh, in the 90s. I think it was the year it was released. It was such a great, beautiful film, great performance uh, by Daniel Day-Lewis, and he was uh, amazing in it. And um, so I saw that when I saw Something's Gotta Give with Jack Nicholson. And I wrote a bit of a review for it. And the uh, Open Water, saw it last week, I think. Um, but I didn't talk about it on the podcast. Um, but I, the main, the, the film that I saw, I was unhinged. I saw it, I actually saw it today. And it stars Russell Crowe. And I have to say, I found the premise really interesting. The, the, taking the road, road rage... Uh, uh, focus, you know, just to have this guy on the road following you. Uh, I think I wrote that it felt like I was watching uh, Jaws, but in cars, you know. It was really crazy. Um, so I, I liked the movie. The movie was really tense. It was, it was, it had a lot of suspense. Uh, but I liked the first half for more. I liked it when it was just him stalking her in, her in in his car rather than the second half of the film where he started killing people like crazy. Um, so, I mean, the film was good. I mean, it, it had a lot of action scenes. It had a lot of tense, tense scenes, tense. It was very suspenseful. Uh, I think you didn't know what the character was going to do next. Um, what I would have loved for the, the film would have been more scarier to me. They kept it a little bit more are real because there is a scene 
what he does at atrocity in a restaurant. Now, I know nobody's going to jump on him. But I don't think people are just going to, you know, uh, stay there just seeing what was going on without taking action. And uh, so I think those things, I mean, I know it's a film, but I just, I think they should have made, maybe uh, made the scenes a little bit more more real. I think that would have made it more scarier. Um, Russell Crowe was great in it. He, he gave a beautiful performance. Uh, he was great in it. Um, I haven't seen him in a while. It was good seeing him again. Uh, he's a great actor. And I think it's a very entertaining film. I think it's... Uh, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, I, can, I, I was When I was watching it, I was remembering Falling Down, uh, the film with Michael Michael Douglas. Great film, Falling Down. Uh, it was maybe some similarity in that this, he was angry at society. Um, of course, I think both characters had a bit of mental illness. Uh, but uh, I think those two characters are very similar. That they wanted to correct things in society by doing crazy things. Uh, so Unhinged, uh, I just rented it a red box if you're interested. I think it was a good film. Okay, so now I'm going to go into just talking what I've been up to and why I wanted to call this the nostalgic uh, episode. Um, first first of all, I want to get into... Uh, I, I think I, I said in one of my YouTube videos when I was ranking the Marvel films that I that one of the things I used to do was every Saturday I would go up to the store and buy a lot of comics. And I found, I mean, I'm slowly getting into uh, buying again those comics that I used to read. And I stumbled upon an app, a Marvel Unlimited app, that is kind of like Netflix with comics. And I, I quickly got the free week. And uh, now I'm hooked. I'm reading old comics. I'm reading new comics that I never read. I'm reading comics like the Spider-Man where Todd McFarlane did the art. I'm reading the Punisher from issue number one, Silver Surfer. X-Men, all the classic episodes, and I'm reading new comics, uh, like Thor, uh, the Sim- Symbiote Spider-Man, which is very interesting, and and uh, and I'm about to read the new issues of Wolverine, and I'm reading, actually, uh, the comics where maybe the WandaVision uh, series is being based upon, and I'm loving it. I never read Scarlet Witch on Vision Comics when they were in the 90s or when I, when I collected them. Uh, so this is very interesting for me. I mean, this is really interesting. And um, I'm really enjoying this app. And um, it has all the comics. I mean, it has... Uh, I mean, you, you get the Amazing Spider-Man number one all, all through a lot of the issues. Uh, so I'm really enjoying it right now. Um, like I said, I'm on the on the 12 miniseries, that the limited series that they did for Wanda and Vision. And after that, I'm reading The House of M, which was recommended um, by a group that I follow on Facebook, Cultura uh, Geek, which is a good, great page if you want to follow them. And uh, <clears throat> so that's, 
uh, bringing back the nostalgia in me because, you know, I mean, these were great periods. Me and my friend, a friend of mine, we just we go to my backyard with the issues we bought that day and just, you know, sit in chairs and we would read, you know, and it was fun. And now I'm reliving that in a way. And I'm enjoying these comics once again and enjoying the new ones because I was disconnected uh, in terms of new the new stories. Um, so um, that's part one of why I want maybe to call it the, the nostalgic episode. Uh, if you're a comic fan and like me, I cannot buy all the all the bad comics that I liked or or even new ones because space. This is a great alternative. I read them on my iPad, they look great. It's not the same, I'll give you that, but it's a great alternative. You don't need uh, you don't need a big place to, to put them. You have them in your, in your iPad or your phone. Uh, I don't know if your computer, but I have it on the, on the iPad because that's where I like to read it. Um, so yeah, Marvel Unlimited, I think it's a good app. DC has one, which is DC app where you can get TV shows, movies, and the comics. But when I had the app, I didn't f- get that into the comics. And I don't know why. I tried to get into DC, but they're, they're drawings. I don't know, something about... I bought a few stories from Batman, which the stories were good. But the drawings kind of put me off a little bit. Um, <clears throat> but Marvel, no. I like I like both the stories and the, and the images. Um, so along those lines... Um, I wanted to do uh, like a top 10 of my favorite cartoons when I, when I used to watch. Um, I don't think there's new ones. And wh- how did I get to this point is because thanks to HBO Max, Disney Plus, I, I found myself watching Bat- Batman the Animated Series, Spider-Man, X-Men, and it got me thinking, you know, just remember of all those great, uh, and Hulu, I'm watching Thundercats. So I wanted to like count down my favorites uh, when I was growing up uh, that I used to watch every Saturday morning. Saturday mornings were great. I mean, from the cartoons to Saved by the Bell, uh, Hand Time, uh, California Dreams, which I'm also seeing on YouTube. Uh, I mean, it was great. Saturday mornings were great. Uh, so uh, I want to start at number 13. I'll pick 13. There are a lot more, but um, I want to start with The Simpsons. Now, I know The Simpsons were not on Saturday morning, but they were animation. And I used to love the first three seasons of it. Um, I think after a point, I stopped watching. I haven't watched the 30 seasons that they have. But those f- first two uh, seasons, I mean, those episodes are really in my collective memory. Uh, I even remember the the episode where they go camping because that was I stopped watching the Bulls game because they were losing, and I watched that episode and I found out later that they won their second championship and I didn't see it, but I saw the Simpsons. It was a cool episode. Uh, so you know the first two seasons of the Simpsons, I think they were really great, unique, and uh, uh, I mean I think they were good for ten. Maybe 15, but I think at some point it just, I don't know. But like I said, uh, uh, the, the 90s, they, they were, it was a great cartoon. At number 12, I'm um, putting Mask. 
Now, I don't remember much, and I'm, but I do remember liking the show. I do remember having the toys, the cars, the one with the doors uh, open like that. And I've seen before when I was doing the list, I saw clips, and it was really cool. I mean, back then, I don't know, the cartoons were just so, so creative. They had good stories. They had good intro music. I mean, they were perfect. Um, so at number 11, this is a little bit of a silly cartoon, but I used to love it. It was based on the movie Beetlejuice. Uh, so it's Beetlejuice. It was a weird, weird, weird uh, cartoon, but I remember I used to like it a lot. And I used to see it, uh, I think it ran Saturdays, maybe. At number, at number 10, I'm going with Baltron. Uh, it's a classic. Again, this one, I I know that, and I plan to see it. There's a new uh, version of it on Netflix. Uh, but uh, I do remember uh, loving it, and uh, that's why I'm including it on the list. Now, this one, at number nine, is a weird, weird one. And it's called The Head. And this one, is on. it was on MTV's Liquid Television. It was the story of an alien who came into this guy and gave him this big head. And it cracked open and the alien came out. Uh, it was weird, but it was just so so much fun and unique. And I think it started like a short and then it progressed into a series, which I loved. It was absolutely fun. Uh, it was weird, like I said, but it was fun. At number eight, uh, He-Man. He-Man and She-Ra. I'm going to put them together. Uh, He-Man, enough said, really. Uh, I still like it. I mean, I'm sad that they took it out of Netflix because they had a Netflix um, just like Shira, they took it out just to put the new version, which I haven't seen it, but I don't know. Uh, some things for me, I just don't touch them again. Let, let them be. Uh, Heathcliff. Now, people, I don't know who, I mean, Garfield is more famous, but I always prefer Heathcliff. I always loved the stories, the, the adventures of the mischievous cat. Um <clears throat> So it's I don't know if it's that known, uh, but I I I always liked it more than, than Garfield. Uh, number six, Silver Hawks. This is a classic. Uh, I found out that it was made by the same people who who made Thundercats. A great cartoon. Uh, uh, I mean, it was really fun. Number five, Spider Man of the '90s, the animated series. Uh, of course, the classic '60s was was fun. Was good. But of course, um, back in the 90s, the animation was better. The stories were better. Um, so yeah, that's number five. But I'm not, I'm not currently watching it on Disney+. Plus. Transformers, number four. Transformers, I, I still like it. Um, and I'm watching a new version of, of this cartoon on Netflix. Uh, I saw chapter one, which was Warren Cybertron, and now... The second part of the story just came available on Netflix. I'm watching that. Um, it's very good. I and I like it because even though it's a um, new style of animation, they have the same um, formats as the classic ones. I don't know if I, if I said it well, but, you know, they have the same form. You know, Megatron looks like the old Megatron. That's what I meant. At number three, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is one of my all-time favorite cartoons. Um, I'm ca I'm trying to buy the whole set because I want to see them again. Um, but I, it's I mean, this, this, 
I love I love the turtles. What can I say? I still do. At number two, Batman the Animated Series. Now this one is on HBO Max. I'm also watching it currently, seeing it again. Um, I think it's one of the best animated series ever. The stories, the the style of it, it's just such a perfect series, um, and it has everything that makes Batman Batman great. I mean, from the stories, the music, the style of it. And then and the, from the series, the, the progressive movies like Mask of the Phantasm, which were great. Uh, so the animated series from Batman, to me, still stands out as one of the best Batman-related uh, things we have. And number one for me, I had to say Thundercats. I'm also watching it on Hulu. Um, so, I mean, I... I used to have all those toys. I remember playing with them. Um, I used to, I had Lion of Sword. Man, I had fun those days. <laughs> I still do. But anyway, uh, that's me just being a little bit nostalgic, talking about some cartoons. I mean, uh, we can grow, but we can still enjoy uh, things with, with childish things, maybe. Um, so anyway, I want to thank you for tuning in, uh, whether you saw the video or you heard uh, the podcast. I um, hope everything is okay, and see you next time.